Welcome to Oasis Podcast Sermons, where our call is to gather the scattered back into relationship with God. Holy Spirit, give each listener discernment, wisdom, and understanding as they desire to know you more. Speak to their hearts and continue to guide and direct them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Enjoy. Yeah, the Lord just put this download on my heart the other day. I've been reading in the book of Acts. And first of all, I'm glad we're in a circle. Like, I feel like this is, it's so funny because, you know, we were going to have worship tonight, a band, and the Teen Challenge guys. And God is so good. Like, when we trust Him with what He wants to do in the evening, we're, He asks us to always just have our hands open. And to not, to not get frustrated, to not get worried, to not get concerned, like... He's so intentional, and when we leave the room open to him, he moves in mighty ways. And he also knows that I'm more comfortable in, a, in this type of setting where we're just in a circle together. And so I remember when we were, when Oasis first started, um, we were at that church, Jack's church, and I just saw that in the spirit, us all standing up. We were in the pews together, and we were praying, and I just felt like we needed to hold hands in a circle and pray. And there's just something to that. I just, (laughs) a little kumbaya. Um, But it's intimate, and I feel like that's, that's my personality. It's just intimate and relaxed and just being who God created you to be. But as I was reading in the book of Acts, Acts 4 really stuck out to me. So to kind of give y'all an overview, Jesus comes back, right? And he is telling people that they need to stay in the upper room because because we need the helper. And so um, Holy Holy Spirit falls and then this movement, this great movement starts to happen. A revival starts to happen. And... um, Peter and John in Acts 3, they were preaching the gospel and they were at the beautiful gate and they end up praying for this guy of 45 years who's been unable to move. People literally just drop him off at the gate every single day and he's just begging. And so they're walking by and this guy reaches out to them and is like, please give me some money. And Peter looks him in the eyes and he says, Money I'm not going to give you, but I will give you something. And he says, get up and walk. And he gets up and he walks. And, and everyone around who has seen this guy for 45 years begging, they're amazed by him. And Peter and John just start preaching the gospel. So what happens after that is they get arrested by the temple police the Sadducees and the priests are upset by this. The religious are not happy that the gospel is being preached. And so they go to jail, and um, but they can't hold them on anything. So all night they're trying to figure out, what are we going to do? What are we going to say? And um, they couldn't think of anything other than, well, let's just basically give them a slap on the wrist and say they can't preach the gospel anymore. And Peter and John's response were, we're going to continue to preach the gospel. And so that's the little backstory. After that, they come back to their family, the body. And um, I just wanted to read this part. So if you want to go to Acts 4, verse 23. 
starting at verse 21. Since the members of the council couldn't come up with a crime they could punish them for, they threatened them once more and let them go. All the people praised God, thrilled over the miraculous healing of the crippled man, and the man who received this miracle sign of healing was over 40 years old. So then we go into them coming back to the church. As soon as they were released from custody, Peter and John went to the other believers and explained all that had happened with the high priest and the elders. When the believers heard their report, they raised their voices in unity and prayed, Lord Yahweh, you are the Lord of all. You created the universe, the earth, the sky, the sea, and everything that is in them. And you spoke by the Holy Spirit through your servant, David, our forefathers, saying, How dare the nations plan a rebellion, ranting and raging against the Lord Most High? Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the kings of the earth, earth take their stand with the rulers scheming and conspiring together against God and his anointed Messiah. Um, in fact, Herod, Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with Jews and non-Jews, met together to take their stand against your holy servant, Jesus, the Messiah. They did to him all that your purpose and will had determined, according to the destiny you had marked out for him. So now, Lord, listen to their threats to harm us. So, like, in this right now, they're just crying out to the Lord. They're praising him and worshiping him. And they're saying, empower us as your servants to speak the word of God freely and courageously. Stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. And at that moment, the earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit, and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. And the, this next part, all the believers were in one, they were one in mind and heart. Selfishness was not part of their community. I liked this in the Passion Translation, because in your translation, it's they were one in heart and mind. But this part is what stood out to me. Selfishness was not a part of their community. And what the download that I received is like, what if we as the body of Christ didn't walk in jealousy, didn't walk in comparison, but actually looked at one another for who God created us to be and encouraged and lift each other up and didn't care about our own agendas. Because what happened here is because they were all of one heart and of one mind and of one accord, immediately at that moment after they praised the Lord and worshiped, he answered them and he filled them up. I thought this was significant too. They had already been filled with the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. But we can get filled with the Holy Spirit as many times as he wants, you know? Like, he desires encounter. We desire an encounter with him. He wants to encounter us. And they were crying out for this boldness that John and Peter had. And God answered their prayer. And so it, it goes on to talk about that people were coming to the apostles and just giving up everything. So Joseph was, um, he was from Cyprus and he sold his farmland and put it at the feet of the apostles and people were just giving up everything that they had to follow Jesus. And they were seeing signs and miracles and wonders. And um, then then you go and it talks about Ananias and Sapphira. And this was the first time that I read it in this way because... 
I take things more literal as I'm reading it. Like, oh, okay, people nowadays, they're not giving up everything, like selling their houses, and we're not living in communes together, right? You know, like, that's not what today is like. But it's our hearts. And so Joseph knew the importance, the treasure, like the parable in Matthew 14, where it talks about you give up your give up everything to have the one treasure, the pearl. And um, he understood that and gave it all up. And then it goes and it talks about Ananias and Sapphira. And what do they do? They Yeah, they lie. They don't trust in the Lord. They don't. They don't really believe the power fully. And so the most severe things happens is God strikes them dead to the ground. And the important thing to take note in that is he knew that if they stayed in the community, that his power was going to stop because not everyone was going to be in one accord. And and we're hungry and we're asking for revival. We're, we want to see this mighty move of God. And we are seeing wonderful things. Um, me and Garrett watched Jesus Revolution last night. Now, talk about revival, right? That was significant. Like, people are flocking in that during that time. And they're giving their lives to the Lord. And we're hungry for that. We know something like that is coming. And... The encouragement that I have tonight is, you know, where are our hearts? Are we, are we just focused on ourselves and what God has called us to do? Because it's easy to have this like great call that the Lord has given you. And you're super excited about it. You see a vision. He shows you something. It's so grand that you set your focus and your sight on that and you start to begin to strive. And you start to try and do it. You want to get to that call in your life and your own strength. And that's not what he's asking us to do. He's asking us to be obedient and to take one step at a time. And I I think about my life, December of 2017. I, you know, I was super broken, alcoholic, drugs, you know, um, being promiscuous, trying to find my identity in men. I didn't know who I was. And I had that moment that Joseph had where he went to, he went to the apostles and he gave everything at the apostles' feet. But to me, it's like, that's Jesus' feet. And it wasn't until December 2017 that I poured, I poured my oil out, my alabaster jar at his feet and was like, I'm broken and I need you. And he filled me and he gave me revelation and he just, he met me right where I was at and he loved me so fiercely. And it was the fear of God that, that truly changed everything. But I think about that and it was actually his fierce love that captured my heart. And it also scared me (laughs) because it was you know, life, it's truly life or death. And until you, until you get that revelation, you're going to continue to go back to, well, let me just play with this a little bit. In my mind, it was this prideful thing of, I know the Lord, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to just still do this. I'm going to do what I want. And it's costly. It, it steals and it kills and it destroys you. And it's a slow leak that just continues to progress 
and he's asking for us to give him everything. And so that's what I did. And I gave up my job. I, you know, just trying to climb the corporate ladder, miserable, but let me go this way and see how much money I can make. And um, I just started to follow him. And he's given like me great dreams and visions and of what my life is going to look like, but I've never really focused on that. I've just been caught up in his presence and his glory that he just works out all the details. Like he opens up every door as we're worshiping him, as we're setting our gaze upon him. It's just one door after another, after another. And, you know, I moved here in 2020 of October, right during COVID. And, um, the first job that he gave me to do was like a bookkeeping job. But I knew at that moment that that was exactly where I was was supposed to be. And it was a stepping stone to where he's taking me. And that's what I want to encourage us all to do is if you're frustrated, if you think that you're stuck or like this isn't what God told me, stop looking at that and just look at the king praise his name and worship him and when we all come to that place in a room God will begin to move in mighty ways like he wants to come and you know the theme that Sean and Garrett and Susan and a lot of us are talking about is Lord search and seek my heart which sometimes just pisses me off to hear that (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yes, but he does He does want to do that, and it doesn't have to be in this place of like, oh, here we go again. It's supposed to be a joyful thing because he, he wants us to, he wants to inhabit us. He wants to fill us up and move mightily through us. And so sometimes that just looks like worshiping him, and he does the work, and we don't even know what he's doing. And I think that that's really the key to all of this is we're not always going to know what he's doing, but he's asked to trust him and to go with the flow, to just be with him. And, um, and then we're going to see some things that we've been hungry to see for a while. But as it says in the scriptures here, we have to be of one mind. We can't be selfish. And... Thankfully, we're not going to be struck dead. <laughs> but, but it's almost worse to me to not have him come in his might and his power that we're asking him for. Like, we're crying out for it, and it's almost worse to not experience the fullness of what he's wanting to give us right now. Because we're hungry. We truly are. Like, all of us in this room are hungry. And I love just having you guys here Y'all are the next generation. Like you are, God is calling you up and to see all of y'all hungry. I can feel the hunger in the room when there's younger people here, when there's youth, it's like this tangible difference. We need you guys to bring your, your wisdom. And it's important that you share what God is telling you guys to, to speak it to your family, to speak it to your parents Like, your voice actually matters. And a lot of times, you know, I remember growing up and just being silent. 
but I didn't have the head on like what y'all are carrying is not what I didn't it wasn't until my mid-20s that I finally experienced his goodness and the things that he has for you are huge but you just got to trust him and be patient and don't try to rush it and just enjoy him like enjoy this time enjoy this season don't allow don't allow the culture and the world to influence you guys but just be above and stay in that place because it's going to be incredible and you're going to see awesome things and you're going to lead other people in your community, like who you're seeing, who's dabbling with drugs, who's struggling, you're going to begin to see them come to the Lord. And it's going to be like that Jesus revolution moment of like baptizing them and just having fun together, actual true fun that brings you joy in the inside, right? And it doesn't just eat away at your soul. I hope Holy Spirit spoke to you about something in this message today. If you would like to come to service in person, we meet on Sundays at Palmer's Cafe in Bend, Oregon at 5 p.m. located at 645 Northeast Greenwood Avenue. Or if you have any questions about what you just listened to, please email us at oasis.centraloregon at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.